changed? No, it hasn't changed at all. Also, I have a Luca. See? Look, he's so cute. How would I see? Why is... I mean, for stream to come up. There it is. Oh, God. The socially distancing cat. <laughs> what? You don't, you don't like the fact that Zim is being responsible and socially distancing and wearing a mask? And is cat? Yeah, what's up? Why is my name spelled wrong? Want to take this outside? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think we we gotta stay inside, Zim. I feel like you'd be a proponent of that. I think being in outside is how you don't get the Rona. <laughs> Let's take it outside. If she if she runs from society and hides in the woods and hunts mice and birds, clearly she can't get the Rona. It's fine, right? It, it's science. Well, you still need no bats. Oh man, I guess I'll have to. Bats are bad for not replan dinner. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's get started. So, um, I would like to put out a content warning for today's episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about some pretty gruesome deaths. Uh, so if you get disturbed by anything uh, having to do with death, fire, cremation, or medical terms related to people's death, uh, it might be best to check out some of our other episodes on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, we at the Kool Aid Society thank you for your support. So, that out of the way. I'd like to welcome everyone to the fourth episode of the Kool-Aid Society. Uh, today we're going to go over a sort of medical mystery and talk about some of the more noteworthy cases and then discuss what medical science has to actually say about this. Before we go into uh, too far into it, I would like to... What was that? The tiny Sorry. scream? Yeah. Tiny oh, scream. oh, it was the gaming scream. Okay, no, no, I got you, I got you. It's all good. Anyway, <laughs> Evie, sorry, go ahead. Go Evie, ahead. you're not being murdered, right? Not right now. Not right now. All right, we're good. Aww. Okay, good. As she's long good. as she's not being murdered right now, that's, that's well, hopefully ever. But later, uh, right now is the important one. <laughs> but as always, I would like to introduce my co-host. Today we have with us the ever lovely and incorporeal Zim Sander, uh, our resident spooky boy Runa, and our jolly boy Nathan. How are you all doing today? I'm, Apparently I'm spooky boy now. I'm just uh, sad that we lost Zim and now she's decided to come back and haunt us. I missed her when she <laughs> was alive. <laughs> Am I ghost Zim again? What's happening? You're uh, you're she, apparently you're incorporeal. You're incorporeal Zim. Oh, I see. Because you're just a cat picture. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am the cat Ooh, picture. Okay. Makes sense. Je suis <laughs> le chat picture. I don't know. I mean, I was trying to play it off on the, like, uh, what was it? Je ne pas pipe. It's like, this is not a pipe, it's a, like... Anyway, getting <laughs> off topic, go ahead. This, this is not a song, it's a sandwich. Also, how dare you, Kaelin? I did notice and called it out uh, immediately. Immediately. I called it out the moment you started streaming. Like, that's not how you spell my name. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that's clearly spelled correctly. Is it, oh. is it Nothavin? Like not him? Not having it. See? Not see that? Anyway. Anyway. Not we're getting off track with stupid stuff. <laughs> Alright, so today uh we're gonna talk about spontaneous human combustion. Uh fun note about me that I'm sure uh only like one or two people know. As a child, I was actually terrified of spontaneous human combustion due to an old episode of that MTV show Celebrity Deathmatch. Do you guys remember that at all? Oh hell yeah! I don't I remember Celebrity Death. I don't remember anybody spontaneously combusting on that show, but yeah, there was actually one episode. Uh, so was that claim that old clever <laughs> traumatized? No, uh, yeah, tr no. I as I mm, trust me, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, so it was that old claymation show uh, when you know 
there used to be good stuff on MTV. Uh, and God, I do sound old as fuck. Anyway, there was an mm-hmm. episode there where the ringside announcer died to her spontaneously combusting. And I ab- have absolutely no clue why, but as a kid, that just terrified me for like two years straight. I was like permanently scarred and like in constant trauma of just thinking I was going to spontaneously combust and that's how I was going to die. When could it happen? Um, Anytime! <laughs> but it was, you know, I was, it was, it was a little mustache. I was, I was uh, a little peach fuzz back then, so I didn't know any better and uh, it was awful. <laughs> Oh, your street names have gotten only better. So <laughs> I'm glad. L- you, you gotta, you gotta... Yo, it's little peach yeah. fuzz. <laughs> oh god, I bet there's some SoundCloud rapper named that or something. Um but, but we're not here to talk about my childhood trauma. Instead we're gonna be talking about some of the more you're t- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're good. Uh, but like always, we're going to begin. Uh, I would like to see what you guys believe as far as spontaneous com- human combustion or SHC goes. Uh, do you do you three think that it's a real thing? It's a fake thing? Uh, do you have... Uh, is this weird cult voodoo like our vampire episode last week? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be smoking some corpses? <laughs> I actually have not done any like research beyond the well like i haven't done research on this at all i just remember those like things that you'd see on tv when there was nothing on talking about like shit like this where people spontaneously combust and is it real and it's just like you know this man was just hanging out in on his like front lawn and then he started to feel super warm and then he just burst out in flames and after he showered and like kerosene or something like that i mean that's basically what those like those uh videos were like in a way or like and of course it was sort of an over dramatized kind of thing but i like i'm not entirely certain whether or not it's a possibility as far as you know humans being able to spontaneously combust like if that's actually a possible biological thing that can happen uh, there are actually some conspiracy theories about it and bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just a really bad defense mechanism that we haven't learned how to control yet. Uh, there are some conspiracy <laughs> theories about this, um, and there are. We'll actually go over some of the more uh, ancient medical uh, reasons for this instead of just like the the modern science, because it's kind of cool to see like what people used to think happened, because this has been happening for e. I think the earliest case that I read was like 1400. Mm. And it was if it were a, a, okay. a knight who just like had drank two ladles of wine and then just exploded. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like it would be kind of Combusted. an odd, interesting thing were it some kind of uh, evolutionary trait simply because it's like, oh, hey, well, you know, it, it, it's one of those situations where if I can't have it, you can't have it either. I'm setting myself on fire and your entire village. Yeah, you know. Don't come in here. I have a lighter. I'm not afraid to set myself on fire. Explodes into yeah. napalm. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I, I, mean, I definitely don't think it's necessarily a controlled thing in that. We are kind the worst squids ever. <laughs> Exploding squids. Danger mechanism instead of ink. Fire. Oh god. I feel like I control it. I feel like almost all of these are just kind of like 
Florida man stories gone fantasy. Like you literally just talked about like there was a knight who drank two things of wine and like, you know, somebody was around to check it. Like, yeah, the, the wine was 95% alcohol. It was like three grapes and a bucket of pure alcohol. Like, uh, like I don't understand how Esther got set on fire. He was just taking his normal, I think Zim said something like, he was taking his normal kerosene shower and then he was just on fire. <laughs> I don't understand how it happened. Like, I, I feel like all of these stories probably have some sort of rudimentary like you know it, it makes sense but nobody's looked into it type things or it's been exaggerated extremely some of them most definitely um and i think once we get to the end of it we'll we'll kind of talk more of uh how conspiracy theories are formed and why something like spontaneous human combustion is so easy for people to be like this is weird this is scary how do we explain it and then you get you know and then you get folklore and legends <laughs> yeah basically yeah you're actually not that far off um but as far I as uh, zim's talk about uh the the kerosene bath and and the alcohol thing what's kind of funny is that uh people have actually used uh blood alcohol level as an explanation for spontaneous human combustion but the thing is that it wouldn't actually be the alcohol in your blood, but the acetone your liver produces uh, that would work in that way to kind of like make your body just explode if it gets too warm. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll we'll save that talk for later. Um, so yeah, if your body's uh, too warm, you were having a problem to begin with. Yeah, just too many blankets on you, and you just bursted. Uh, <laughs> the first case we're going to talk about is actually one of the more recent ones happened back in 2010 and is also ireland's first case of spontaneous human combustion uh, so back in 2010 in count galloway uh michael farty f-a-h-e-r-t-y i'm sure i'm offending some people with that pronunciation but i don't know how else to farty yeah farty all we'll i know is 30, so i'm not constantly saying farty. all i know is i understand why he was lit on fire good good <laughs> Uh, Michael okay, Faraday, a 76-year-old man, was found dead in his living room, burnt to a crisp and laying on his back with his head near the fireplace. Uh, and while the fireplace was lit, the flames that had consumed Michael seemed to have been contained um, and that there was no real like trail of fire from the fireplace to Michael himself. Uh, aside from him, the only other areas in the room that had scorch marks were the floor below him and the ceiling above him. Uh, to add with to this, there was no accelerant to be found, uh, so investigators ruled out foul play. Um, and as the investigation continued, no suitable cause of combustion could be found, and the medical examiner actually ru ruled it to be spontaneous human combustion. And that's one of the weird things about uh, SHC is that when it happens, um, it's a very like contained area. Uh, so like a person will be sitting in a chair, uh, and like they'll combust and the only scorch marks will be like that chair the ceiling above them and like maybe some ash on the walls like the fire won't spread well i don't i don't even really i'm not really convinced of like the scorched sort of description because i feel like that ends up implying that they're being burned from basically the outside in when the implication here is that they're basically you know burning from the inside out is that is that kind of correct as far as yeah, uh actually no you're you're on the right track uh, a lot of these cases uh, but actually the next one we're going to talk about 
um, there are there's a solid medical reason uh, based off what the investigator and the coroner stated, um, but people will still argue because of a observation made by uh, the brother-in-law in this case, um, and so uh, as the one of the things though too is that uh, in a large majority of these cases, I think it's like a, a 99% fatality rate, basically. And if you don't die of it, you basically die of like pneumonia from all the smoke in your lungs if you do survive. Um, but what happens is that like all that is left of the body is like a leg or like a hand. Like, the torso and the head almost always get consumed, which is what makes uh, the Michael Faraday case kind of weird is because um, his the majority of his corpse was there, um, and they think it's because he fell over so that the flames couldn't crawl up him and consume his, you know, most of his body. Uh, but with spontaneous human combustion, it's really centered around your chest, and we're going to get into why that is later. Um, hmm. And once we get into that, it'll kind of make sense for everyone, because uh, if you think of like what gets burnt mostly, which is uh, people's chests, like their their torsos, their upper arms, uh, their pelvis, and like their thighs, like those are most of the things that get completely burnt and cremated. And so they must like, be pure. <laughs> Purify! Burn the non-believers! Uh, most of what gets left over, though, are, like, hands, uh, forearms, and, like, your your shins, your feet. Um, some of that has to do with what we're going to talk about later. Some of it has to do with the position in which they uh, uh, burn in, I guess would be the best way to put it. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, we're going to leave the Faraday case there for now. We're going to talk about it later. Uh, we're going to go on to our next one. So, the next case is actually a pretty famous one. Um, it's called. It's been dubbed by uh, the conspiracy theorists uh, to be Good the woman who though. roared like a dragon, uh, which many people use as kind of a conspiracy theory talking about, point about spontaneous human combustion. Combustion. So back in September in 1982 in Edmonton, North London, a woman by the name of Jean Saffin was sitting uh, with her father at, uh, sorry, sitting with her father Jack Saffin's kitchen table uh, when it was reported that out of the corner of Jack's eye, he saw an incredibly bright flash of light. When he turned to see what it was, he says that his daughter was engulfed in flames already. At that point, Jean's brother-in-law, Don Carroll, uh, had walked in at the moment, later commenting that his sister had fire pouring out of her mouth uh, and was making sounds like she was roaring like a dragon. Uh, the two men had called an ambulance and rushed her to the sink trying to put the flames out. Uh, Jean did survive until uh, she, pa or she she fell into a coma. She survived the, the burning, but she passed away due to uh, pulmonary pneumonia uh, on September 23rd at the age of 61. So that was, like I was talking about earlier, one of the cases where People reacted fast enough, they were able to put the flames out. Um, but unfortunately, because of the smoke inhalation and the burns to her throat and uh, mouth, she passed away and due to pneumonia uh, while she was in a coma in the hospital. Okay. So, <clears throat> there's that. 
And then the last case we're going to touch on before we really go into the the why. Um, but so far, we've had a pretty reasonable case uh, that will have a logical explanation to it, and one that is still kind of left open due to the uh, reports by the brother and the father and the coroner and the investigator, which, once again, we're going to later get into. Uh, so we're going to talk about another weird case. So this time, we're going to travel back to 1966 in Pennsylvania. So this is one of America's cases, uh, where one retired Dr. John Irving Bentley was found dead on the cold morning of December 4th. Uh, most of him, at least. On the morning, the meter reader, Don Gosnell, had let himself into Bentley's house, uh, as he was allowed to, uh, and went to the basement. There, however, he had noticed that a strange light blue smoke uh, that was smelling somewhat sweet uh, was kind of clinging to the ceiling there. And as he investigated, Don found a pile of ash, and above it on the ceiling was a hole. Uh, this intrigued him and caused Don to go upstairs to investigate where he found a smoky bedroom with Bentley, or what mostly remained of Bentley inside, uh, all that was left of the doctor was his lower right leg with the slipper still on it. Um, below that, through the floor, there was actually a pile of ash, um, and the leg was basically found like, so if hole was right here, leg was right here. Uh, the damage in the room was limited to the immediate area uh, around where the uh, remains of the corpse was found and there was a little bit of scorching on the nearby bathtub but once again it was very very contained <laughs> so um thoughts so far got any ideas of what it could be sounds like a, a lot of people drinking really strong wine <laughs> matter fucking up dragon unsurprisingly um, more bacardi 151 Mm, Bacardi. Uh, that reminds me of my college days. Um, surprisingly, actually, none of these people were reported to have been drinking uh, before their untimely demise due to combusting. I knew at Draconic Rituals. <laughs> uh, most of these people were... Well, sorry. These three people uh, were reported to be sober. Um, uh, Jean was actually in care of her father because she was mentally handicapped, so she was very well taken care of, uh, no alcohol or anything like that. Um, two of them were smokers. Uh, Faraday and Bentley were both smokers. Um, Jean was not. And most of them, or sorry, not most of them, um, all three of them were... Well, two of them were alone. Jean was with her family, which is why she survived until she made it to the hospital and passed away. Um, but all all three of them have foul foul play ruled out of their cases. So it's not like someone did this on purpose. It all sounds like these people were near things that could also just set you on fire. Like the first one was near a fireplace. Second one you said was in a kitchen, so near an oven, that sort of thing. Um, uh, right? The only lit flame in the in Jean uh, story was a pilot light on the stove, but that was pretty far away from her. Mm, okay. And then the third one you said was an elderly person, right? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go oxygen mask. Uh, no, he actually did not have an oxygen mask. Mm, Alright. Back to the Bacardi, then. Back did the Bacardi. any of them smoke? Yes. Uh, Dr. Bentley smoked a pipe, and... Uh, Michael, uh, not Michael Faraday, uh, 
Gene didn't, but Gene's dad did. Mm. Right. So there were people in proximity with pipes and, you know, smoking instruments, potentially. Uh, a little bit, yes. Uh, you're actually getting very close to what most of the reporters have uh, stated about these three cases in uh, particular. Um, so you're 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 headed in the right direction. Um, that's that's definitely the source of ignition for a lot of these cases. Is like uh, some very hot ash, or uh, maybe someone uh, wasn't paying attention with while they were changing out their pipe, and some embers caught out or got out and, and fell onto someone. Or nobody knows how to moisturize. Yeah, like. Oh, well, I I was about to say, like, I can't really imagine someone bursting in flames necessarily unless they are, like, w when you had mentioned the acetone, I actually don't know whether or not acetone is flammable. It's um, highly combustible. Okay, there you go. Um, uh, like, unless they're specifically sweating it, <laughs> I don't, uh, I can't really see a logical case for how how someone gets set on fire uh in a internal kind of way but externally still it's just like hmm very I don't... angry elementals <laughs> <laughs> yes but not natural it, it's it's definitely perfectly natural in, okay yeah fine. <laughs> yeah. natural to human beings <laughs> um so you're 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 definitely heading in the right direction uh you're you're thinking outside the box, and in this case, you actually kind of need to think inside the box per se. If that makes sense, well, it'll it it uh, will make sense. Um, the box full of really? napalm. Well, you can use one of these things to make napalm. As I say, no. At this point, the human is the box. Oh, is it soap? The human is the box. You're Do people fart methane? <laughs> uh, very little. Hmm. But Runa, That's you got an idea? Job. Yes, it mm -hmm. is the cow's job. Um, you got an idea of, of the the causes of spontaneous human combustion? Methane cuddles. Okay, I get well, for that. I'm I'm going to avoid that now. No, thank you. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah, not really. Not off the top of my Not off the top of your head. All right. So, Zim, you are actually very, very close to what the the full cause of spontaneous human combustion is. You got the start of it, and we're going to talk now about uh, kind of what perpetuates it. So, most exp explanations of spontaneous hum human combustion revolve around something called the wick effect. Effect. Holy crap, that's going to be hard to say for me. Uh, in short, this is when a person's clothes absorb the fat and basically become a wick causing a body to burn much more than without clothes. Uh, so what happens, in short, is that when a body starts to burn due to a source of ignition, uh, fat will actually melt out. See, you were close, Nathan, with the, the soap comment. You, you actually were. There is some soap made out of uh, fat. Um, but anyway, yeah, soap happens... used to be made out of fat for a yep. long time. Um, what happens is that when the body starts to burn due to the source of ignition, fat will melt out. Uh, due to the heat and the skin being seared off, 
uh, which turns liquid, then becomes absorbed by the clothing, and continues to burn the body to the point of cremation. Uh, that's also why we see uh, it being very contained, is because the clothes actually, because they absorb that, and it burns with such a high heat, uh, that fuel doesn't spread around. It doesn't spread to other things, so it burns in a very small contained area. Uh, this, when combined with the source of ignition, such as an ember, uh, electric spark, or etc., can cause extreme contained heat. So, if we go back and look at some of our examples, we can actually form a fairly concrete explanation. So we're going to take Michael, for example. Uh, he was found face down with his head near a fireplace with extreme burns to his midsection. Uh, say that if a spark were to jump over from the open-faced fireplace, land on him while he was snoozing uh, in his chair, he wakes up, falls over before he can put himself out and dies. Um, and because the fire is contained due to the wick effect and there's no external accelerant found around, Michael's body fat can cause it to burn at a high rate, leaving barely any of his body left and keeping it contained to a small area. This is also, though, an incredibly great example for why conspiracy theories grab hold of some people is because... Uh, with the lack of clear evidence, people will pull strings or bridge evidence to paint themselves a picture that they can find comfort in. Um, but me personally, I, I don't know what I would find more terrifying. The fact that at any moment I could just be forgetful and light myself on fire. Yeah, it's like, what's and... comforting? Like, oh, at least he, you know, he just exploded at random. Like, you know, he went out like he wanted to. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, like, were I to be uh, able to smoke and not have my job fire me, you know, like, changing out a pipe and, like, drop an ember on myself and be like, whoops, whoop, there we go, I'm dead, like, that, or just, like, at at some point, just, like, be walking down the street and explode, like, a fucking cartoon. Like, I, <laughs> especially if you're, comforting. like, especially if you're, like, sweating out your own body fat yeah i mean like, like I, that's sort of technically i mean i don't i don't know if that's technically how that it works i mean sweat isn't flammable obviously but like yeah it's mostly know. that like like think of when you're cooking and like you're using bacon grease or something yeah you but know, i mean it's we, we don't like leak fat out of our pores i guess is like usually oh, oh, i guess yeah, is what yeah, i'm saying. What saying no you you are correct it's mostly just that like once the fire starts uh, actually eating away at your skin enough to where it breaks through that's when the the liquid fat will start leaking out and cause the wick effect <laughs> i see that face nathan you got <laughs> I still think these motherfuckers set themselves on fire by accident and was like, no, it wasn't me. What are you talking about? What? Why? <laughs> Granddad How would was... I do that to myself? Granddad I was just smoking was... three pipes and like six lighters. <laughs> just you juggling know? pipes and you're smoking them. Yeah, it's like, guys, check out this cool trick. <laughs> oh, Granddad was oh, doing vape tricks that. again when he died. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll have to write it off as, self, uh, as uh, spontaneous combustion. <laughs> yep. Yep. What was that, Runa? You God you, it, you look did. like you got got the hamster wheels going. Oh, I was just thinking. The only thing I can imagine being on their clothing that would do that would be uh, the uh, oils and dead skin. Well, Here's you also got to think about. <laughs> God damn it, Sim! You got to think about the type of clothing that they wear too. There's certain fabric that is incredibly combustible, which is why we don't really use them anymore. Um, hmm. 
and like actually the, the clothing with all the high rich fat in it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we're you're it's funny that you mentioned clothing because uh we're gonna go back to gene's case uh and that actually has a part to play so think of it like this some clothing is very absorbent so it absorbs the fat and it uses that to create the wick uh some for clothing is naturally flammable and that plus the uh fuel of your liquid fat just cause it to be even more combustible um anyways but let's hop back to the gene case uh while many have used this to fuel an argument for spontaneous combustion uh a few things should be noted in this case specifically one is that as i talked about earlier the closest point of flame was a lit pilot light in the stove uh however as zim was pointing out or, or commenting on earlier jack the father had recently tapped out the embers in his pipe in order to refill them uh the investigators would go on to state that because a window and door were open a cross breeze was able to be formed and carried the pipe ember landing on gene and while most of the time this wouldn't cause ignition, it should be noted that she was wearing nylon clothing, which is incredibly flammable. So, Zim, points for you for uh, stating that these motherfuckers are lighting themselves on fire. Although in this case, it was a dad lighting his daughter on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. And while there are those who argue that uh, this can't have been the case because there were no burns on her clothes, the official reports do state very clearly that her clothes were severely burnt. Mm -hmm. um, so for the Jean case, her the fire was contained mostly on her chest, and it went up into her mouth. Fuck. Um, and so the reason it was like she was breathing fire could have been something she had eaten recently. Um maybe she did actually sneak into her dad's alcohol cabinet or something like that um it's hard to say because she was mentally handicapped um and like we we can't go back and ask her what happened because she's dead you know does, that's does put a hampering that on dead. that yeah sounds like we need to do a seance um but it, it is that is one of the reasons why this one is is very argued upon is because we have official statements that state one thing that are very clear like hey the dad fucked up killed his daughter completely accident but it happened and then there are other ones who are like no she spontaneously combusted fire was coming out of her mouth and it was like logically what happened was the fire climbed up her clothing and was able to just climb up far enough that it looked like she might have been breathing fire but it really wasn't hmm. But I will say, you each of you have had a little piece of this puzzle uh, when I've asked you the questions to it, which I'm actually, it's pretty awesome. You, you're all getting close to this. It's cool. Um, so we've gone over the Gene case. We've on, gone over the Faraday case. Let's go back to uh, Dr. Bentley. So there are a couple of theories for his death, uh, the first being that he set himself on fire with his pipe, Zim. Uh, the problem with this is being that his pipe was in a completely different room. Uh, the next theory, though, uh, which is actually much more in-depth, comes from a book uh, by Joe Nickel named The Secrets of the Supernatural, where he tells a story of Bentley lighting himself on fire through a combination of the matches in his robe, so what, sorry, uh, the hot ashes from his pipe, uh, which he was trying to reload in his room, and then Bentley setting himself on fire, walking to the bathroom to try and put it out, and suffocating due to the smoke before he could extinguish the flames. Um, 
And while explaining more of the weird circumstances, it does have a lot of coincidences coming together uh, to create the situation at hand, which is why there are still some arguments about what truly actually happened to Dr. Bentley. Hmm. Um, it's like the perfect string of coincidences caused him to die. Um, or simply while going to the bathroom, something happened and he was able to light himself on fire. Like, I don't know. We're back to uh, our high methane farts. <laughs> well, for him, though, it was actually uh, the, the most likely cause was uh, the matches in his pocket were acting like the nylon for Gene, where they just combusted due to some source of heat, external heat that caused the robe to catch fire. Things get worse along the way. Yeah, I figured if you had like, oh, go ahead. I said, no, no, cow nation attacked. <laughs> You're stuck on these methane farts, man. But, like, yeah, if you have matches in your pocket and they're, like, shittily packed and they end up striking, that's totally, uh, totally a viable possibility. Yep. And that's what the first theory was mostly of, is that, like, while him walking to the bathroom, um something happened maybe the light the matches struck in his pocket uh, oh he... but pocket and then he farted <laughs> and then he was wearing polyester and just <laughs> things just you know escalated so he's wearing those type of pants that are so tight that when somebody farts you can see the air bubble roll through it so the friction went across the matches <laughs> now we're on fire runa you were gonna agree yes uh, no, yes or yes. Say, let's just let's just <laughs> add a fucking a small elemental while we're at it. <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah, it was the that. methane elemental. It came out as butt. <laughs> I wasn't going with that one with that element. It hungers for matches. Uh, the true airbenders. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I hate it. <laughs> uh, but those those are the facts that we have as they're reported. Um, so. If we want, if we go to step back even farther in history, um, spontaneous human combustion was actually explained due to kind of a weird combination of pseudoscience. Um, one of the most popular was uh, what was that, Ruko? I said, as all things. I say, yeah. color me surprised. Um, I, I think pseudoscience is just a fancy word for um, bad bullshit. <laughs> gotta uh, gotta balance not... your humors with fire, yo. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um uh but it was uh there there were from weird alchemy explanations to oh his uh I think they're they're called the humors of the body were out of balance to the point where it caused them to explode into flames. Um to God decided that you were too full of sin and the best way to do it was just purge you by fire. Um, and those persisted for quite a while until um, coroners and doctors were just like, they just fucking exploded. We don't know. Like, you know, that. And unfortunately, that's kind of been a lot of cases is that coroners just can't find solid evidence in uh, what happened because your body's reduced to ash and it's, it's like all the evidence burned up died. yeah I, yeah exactly right <laughs> it's 
The only explanation is that God looked down on you one day and said, This man be gay, fire. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> gay, fire. Gay. <laughs> that, actually, that actually was uh, some uh, one of the explanations, too, is that... Uh, Rainbow fires? No. <laughs> well, I mean, in a way... Uh, it takes a lot of different elements for that to happen, so you might be there on the elemental thing. Yeah, uh, no. I knew it. I'm a shaman. It, uh, one of the punishments for uh, being homosexual was spontaneous human combustions, is what a lot of, like... Oh, they just exploded. You know. I mean, I, I had no, nothing to do with it. He just fucking... He was just like, oh my god, I'm so gay. I'm a queen. And then he just fucking blew up in the middle of our... been gay and God didn't like it. And he exploded. And now he's in hell. Like, that, that, no, you're not just, that far off. Is god, god didn't like it. Pushes gasoline word, container away. <laughs> and now I'm just imagining their last words before bursting into flames. He's just yelling, I'm queen. <laughs> I'm yeah, queen. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like there, there are uh, some cases, like fucking Salem witch trial style cases, where they're just like, oh, this person was found burnt, and uh, you know, we only found their left leg in a shoe, and obviously they were gay and god was just like fuck this person in general like that's why oh, the man. fire is contained and it didn't spread anywhere and it's like see that guy got robbed because he was styling was really what happened there i mean yeah, except just... for like one shoe and you know <laughs> he, he dressed too well and someone thought he was gay and he just spontaneously combusted doesn't matter if he was or not they just thought he was and they were like god uh, should get him oh uh, yes Makes the sense. true creation when the word lit was truly made. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, he held a lit. Uh, but, um, like, that's honestly most of it. It's just that circumstances are hard to come by when the evidence is destroyed. And so a lot of people will, instead of kind of finding this slightly terrifying thing of, like, a string of coincidences can cause this to happen, uh, they're just like, nope, spontaneous human combustion. Like, that's all there is to it. And it sucks, because if you think about it, oh, these people died due to really bad circumstances. Yeah, be being like, on fire, not my favorite way to go, that's for sure. Thanks, Especially when your dad sets you on fire. I'm just that's like, rude. Dad. dad, you climbed yeah, out actually, of the grave just to set me on fire? This is bullshit. There, there is a conspiracy theory that uh, the gene, uh, not gene, the gene case was uh, purposeful because uh, the father had to take care of her because she was mentally handicapped. She was sixty-one, uh, and there, there was a conspiracy theory for a while that Jack purposely set her on fire. And when Don walked in, was like, "Oh no, my daughter's on fire! We gotta save her!" Um, to like basically not have to take care of her anymore. Mm. Um, but. I, I don't think that's true. I think it was just negligence of him, his own, like, him cleaning out his pipe and just, like I said before, bad circumstances. Yeah. I would even but, say, like, yeah. you know, under normal circumstances, if a, if a you know, a small ember floated on me, I'd just go, ah, ooh, ah, and you're gonna be fine. But yeah, when you're made of flammable clothes, I guess, uh, it's definitely a bigger issue. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, too, is, like, you know, making clothes out of nylon was 
probably not the best idea because you did bait you were basically walking around in like combustion paper go on god set me on fire i dare you <laughs> why was i born a wicker man <laughs> oh god now i can just now all i can think of is bees, bees. you're welcome fire bees god that movie is terrible and i love it um but yeah that that's uh it, it kind of a short episode unfortunately because it at first i was like oh man this is gonna be awesome because they because you know, unfortunately there's... there aren't enough on fire people so <laughs> well, so there actually have only been 200 cases of spontaneous human combustion mm. in since all of when was history. the first recording of it uh, you know? let me look that up quickly actually um because the the earliest one that i found while doing research was in the s medieval europe Mm -hmm. uh, earliest case. Now for the next episode, my own personal fucking irrational fear: dry drowning. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a fun one too. No, I don't want that. Is that where just like <laughs> gas displacement within your lungs or something? I'm guessing. No, uh, it was when the... people like literally just drowned despite not being in water for like hours or possibly days. Yeah. Uh. Basically, what happens is that you get just enough liquid in your lungs and uh, horribly placed in your lungs that it causes them to slowly die. And then over time, you basically drown. Good. I hate it. Thank you. Oh, it's awful. Uh, so the first recorded case, well, uh, it was actually the ones that we were uh, talking about. Uh, the first case of spontaneous combustion on record uh, took place in uh, Milan in the late 1400s when a knight named Polinus Vortius uh, allegedly burst into flames in front of his own parents. Um, that was the knight who had only, I think they were saying that he uh, only took like two ladles of wine. Um, yeah, yeah, so this is the one that they, uh, his parents had noted that he had only taken two small ladles of wine uh, and had later just exploded into flames. Like you do. Yeah. And then That's why they only let the you ones... have the little bit of Jesus when you go to the church. Too much yeah, Jesus too much will set Jesus. you right on fire. <laughs> too, too much Jesus in your body and you get set on fire. Oh, Lord. Um, you just can't handle being a super saiyan. <laughs> I, I like the idea of it being a uh, terrible evolutionary defense. <laughs> yeah, we tried to evolve to be super saiyans. It didn't work. <laughs> But yeah, Good, so yeah, that one, the their their explanation for it uh, back in the day was uh, uh, obviously uh, the combination of drinking wine and his humors being out of line uh, were too much for his body, and he burst forth into flames. Ah, uh, the humors, no, you know, too humorous. Sweat, blood, mucus, and napalm—the four humors. Pretty <laughs> sure. I mean, that's basically what. Uh, they describe the fourth humor as being as like I thought it was like internal and external phlegm or something like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So it's phlegm's basically split to two different categories for some reason in the four humors. Yeah, also kitty cat. Yeah, but um, so yeah, so from the 1400s to now, we have only had 200 cases that have either been attributed to spontaneous human combustion or, uh were attributed to it and then later explained um but 
like you said earlier, it's hard to find concrete evidence when the evidence is burnt up. Unless it's concrete, so. and then it's probably still there. I'm going to dip you in concrete. <laughs> These are my co-hosts. <laughs> Don't worry, though. I'm the one who picked them. But yeah, uh, that's all I have for you all today. Um, next week's episode will be on the uh, Roanoke Colony Disappearance, and that one will actually be a longer episode. I'm going to try and fit everything into one episode so that we don't have to kind of split it into two. Um, but we're going to see how deep we get into that. And that one actually leads us into a very... Uh, what's the way I want to put this? It has a conspiracy theory about it. Um, that if you know anything about people like Edgar Allan Poe or Amelia Earhart... Um, you can deep dive down some pretty crazy rabbit holes with the Roanoke colony uh, and what happened at the very end of it. So mm. we might get into that. We might save that that portion for another episode, uh, but that will be next week's episode for sure. Um, kitty. Kitty cat. Um, but yeah, so you can, as always, find me here on Twitch or over on Twitter at... Uh... Sorry. I drank a soda earlier and now I'm all burpy. Uh, Stop it. Gaming underscore TMO. Um, also, I'm on YouTube at the Mustache Owl. Uh, Nathan Vin can always be found on Twitch TV slash. You haven't changed your name yet, have you? Nope. Okay. So, yeah, Twitch TV slash Nathan Vin. And then Zim Xander and Ruka Lior here are antisocial. Yeah. Yeah, don't contact us. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. And if you try, I'll be ashes already. Oh lord! I thought you were gonna be the. I thought you were too busy stepping into alternate realities. Oh, the camera focused! Um, Yay! That's a stage job. She's so cute. I love her. Yeah. Why can't you do that, Luca? Oh, he's asleep. That's why he can't do that. <laughs> he's too busy crawling on my face. I gotta post that picture on the I mean, Twitter. Yodia looks like she's about to be asleep anyway. Oh, probably. Um, but anyways, thank you all for coming. Thank you for listening to us and letting us do this super fun, weird podcast that I'm sure has put me on several watch lists now. Um, and yeah, I'll be back. Let's see. Next week is Turkey Day, so I'm going to be back streaming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Nathan, when you're doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week? Uh, yeah. yeah. He can't. Oh. He's a cat now. He, he is the cat. Uh, He's a cat now. And then we will actually be going over to the Armed Detective Agency in just about four minutes. So I'm going to put up the pause screen, thank my co-hosts for being awesome and letting me do this, and then we will be back with some tabletops soon. And as always, don't get seduced by Yetis. Yep. Oh, here Wait, what? <laughs> Never mind. No, no, no. Cut the stream! No. Cut the stream! They're listening! No. <laughs> ooh, ooh.